My name is Jamon McKinney, or you can just call me Juice because that is my nickname. Let's talk about these Detroit Lions. We'll talk about their overall roster and just how the Detroit Lions will fare during the 2020-21 NFL season. I will also tell you how many games they will win this year. Now, I'm actually very high on the Detroit Lions. I will say this right now. I won't be shocked if they make the playoffs. I won't be shocked if they sneak in as potentially a wildcard team. I don't quite think that Detroit is ready to win the NFC North this year. And I'm not officially predicting they will make the playoffs. But this team should at least be in the NFC playoff picture, probably fighting for a wildcard spot. And you might think to yourself, how can you say that? The Detroit Lions, they were picking top three in the draft. They, were, they had a top ten pick. How can you say the Detroit Lions are going to be good this year? Well, let's think about it. The Buffalo Bills and the San Francisco 49ers made the playoffs this, this past year, right? Guess what? Both those teams were picking top 10 in the draft. So it's not entirely impossible that a team can go from having a top 10 pick to making the playoffs. Detroit might be a team that could potentially do that this year, you know? And let me address Matthew Stafford right here because I think Matthew Stafford might arguably be the most underrated quarterback in the entire NFL. I'm really behind with my film analysis videos, guys. I will try to get a Matthew Stafford film analysis video out to you guys at some point this offseason. And I still have, you know, next season to, you know, do the film breakdowns and all that. But I want to kind of get the Matthew Stafford film analysis out before the season officially starts because I think that Matthew Stafford is the most underrated quarterback in football. I want to prove that to you guys through film. So I, hopefully I can get that out to you guys before the season starts. But no guarantees there. I'm doing my best right here. But listen, Matthew Staff let's just talk about Matthew Stafford's year last year. Where was Matthew Stafford last seen on the football field? In eight games, had a 3-4-1 record, which is not awful. But when you look at his individual season, Matthew Stafford in eight games last year, 2,500 yards, 8.6 yards per attempt, which is very, very high. That shows he's making big plays down the field. 19 touchdown passes, 5 interceptions, and a 106 passer rating. If you were to, you know, project Matthew Stafford's statistics based on that sample size, he was on pace to be played a full 16-game season to throw for, wait for it, 5,000 yards, 38 touchdown passes, to only 10 interceptions. That's some MVP-level football right there that Matthew Stafford was playing last season. He was very good last year. And I do believe Matthew Stafford has some of the best weapons at his disposal that he has ever had. He's never going to have a wide receiver as good as Calvin Johnson. But this wide receiver and tight end core overall might be the best of Stafford's career. Kenny Galladay. Had, had 18 yards per catch last season. You know, he led the NFL in touchdown receptions. Now, he only got 11 touchdown receptions. But Kenny Galladay, he's arguably the most underrated wide receiver in the entire NFL. He's the least in that conversation. Marvin Jones is a very good player. Danny Amendola, he's the guy that can catch those short underneath passes. And, you know, you know he's Matthew Stafford's safety blanket. Not to mention, I think TJ Hawkinson 
has all the talent in the world. TJ Hawkinson obviously did not have the greatest rookie season, but a lot of tight ends struggle out the gate. And a lot of people, you know, when TJ Hawkinson was in the 2019 NFL draft, they were comparing TJ Hawkinson to potentially being maybe the next Rob Gronkowski. Now, I don't think he's ever going to reach that level, but TJ Hawkinson has some real potential. He might break out in his sophomore season. And listen, these running backs are not bad, okay? They're not bad at all. Obviously, it's all about if these guys stay healthy. Carryon Johnson, very good dynamic player with the ball in his hands, but he has to stay healthy. Bo Scarborough, he was a very solid option for this team last year, but I like the fact that the Detroit Lions went out and drafted maybe, arguably, the best running back in the 2020 NFL draft. His name is DeAndre Swift. Now, for my money, I don't care what anyone says, Jonathan Taylor was the best running back in the 2020 NFL draft. But DeAndre, DeAndre Swift, he was definitely in that conversation. His ability to, you know, you, you know, make something out of nothing in the backfield. His ability to catch passes out of the backfield. He has great vision, great speed. He's everything you look for in a good running back. He's a guy that's going to add to that running back core. And I think the offensive line is a decent unit. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say this, this offensive line is a dominant unit because it's just not, you know, it's an average unit. You know, so that does worry me a little bit, but there are, there are three types of offensive lines, in my opinion. Offensive lines that get in the way of what you want to do, offensive lines that allow you to do what you want to do, and then offensive lines that elevate your overall offense. Maybe maybe there are four different offensive lines. There are some offensive lines that, that limit what you want to do. There are some, of, there are some offensive lines that just kind of get in the way of teams. Like, they're not going to, you know hurt you, but they're also not going to help you. They're offensive lines that allow you to do what you want to do, and they're offensive lines that are dominant. Detroit's probably at the top of that third tier, but yeah, it's a decent offensive line. That does concern me a little bit. Now, the big question for the Lions is, how can they get stops? This offense is going to be pretty good, in my opinion. Now, Detroit had the 31st ranked total defense last year, but they made some solid additions to that defense in the offseason. They added Desmond Trufant, who's a very good, savvy veteran, who, who was a good player in Atlanta for a long time. Danny Shelton is a good space-eating defensive tackle. Jamie Collins, very versatile. Bill Belichick, guy from the Patriots. You know, he, he fits Matt Patricia's scheme. So, yeah, I think that those are three good players. And also, the 2020 a draft, they got their hands on the best defensive back in the entire draft. His name is Jeffrey Okuda. And while I was kind of pushing for the Lions to draft Isaiah Simmons, looking back at things, based on how Matt Patricia likes to run his defense where he doesn't blitz virtually at all, you need good corners in that scheme. And while you could, you know, kind of patch up your secondary by putting Trufant on an island and having that great stud Isaiah Simmons in the middle, your defense is not going to be hurting in that way. But I think Jeffrey Okuda was the best fit and the most appropriate pick for what the Lions are trying to accomplish from a schematic standpoint. So Jeffrey Okuda, he's everything you want. He's long, he's lengthy, he's got good ball skills. You know, he's very, very good. He was the best defensive back in that draft, and he's the next great Ohio State defensive back. Now, the pass rush does concern me. It's all going to be up to if Matt Patricia can scheme up enough pressure. You know, obviously you have a guy like Trey Flowers who actually had a down year last year, but if he gets but if he gets going, he's a solid option as far as that edge rushing edge rusher goes. But yeah, this second this pass rush does worry me a little bit. So the secondary has to play well. Now obviously you guys drafted a a very talented defensive back out of Penn State a year ago. I, his name is escaping me, but yeah. 
in an ideal world, the Detroit Lions will have three really good defensive backs, and Patricia can just scheme up pressure. And listen, if Stafford and this team gets out to early leads, that will allow this team to be more flexible on defense. And I like I like the additions of Collins, Sheldon, and Trufant. Now, how will the Lions fare this year? I think fairly well in 2020, like I said. I actually believe the Detroit Lions are going to win nine games this year. I'm high on this team. I really, I'm really high on this team. You know, and let's look at the Detroit Lions last year because there's this myth that the Lions were just this god-awful team last year. That's not the case. Was Detroit this world beater last year? No, they were not. But they were a very good, solid football team when Matthew Stafford was healthy. When Matthew Stafford was healthy, this team was not bad, okay? And this team let a lot of games just slip out of their hands. Let's not judge the Detroit Lions when they had a quarterback playing that I had no idea who he was at the time. Um, let's, let's judge them, you know, based on when Matthew Stafford was playing games. This team was very competitive. But I'll just go over all the games that the Detroit Lions probably should have won last year, even when Matthew Stafford was not playing. The Arizona Cardinals, beginning of the season, they tied that game. They should have won that game. They had an 18-point lead. Versus the Kansas City Chiefs, when they were actually very banged up in that game, they nearly beat Patrick Mahomes and the defending Super Bowl champions. They barely lost that game. Packers on the road, they had that game won. They barely lost. The Raiders, one possession loss. The Bears game, both Bears games actually, um, very close losses. You know, the Cowboys game without Matthew Stafford. That was still one possession, that was still a one possession game versus Washington last year. They had that game won. They lost that game by one possession. The Bears, you know, like I said, I mentioned the Bears earlier. The Broncos, that was a close loss. The Packers, week 17, they had Aaron Rodgers and the Packers by, by the ropes. And they nearly won that game with a backup quarterback. Packer, the Packers won 13 games last year. So Detroit was very competitive last year. Now, what worries me about Detroit is, for whatever reason, this team finds a way to get in the way of their success. You know, this team finds a way to screw up games. But this year, if Matthew Stafford plays like an MVP and the defense, you know, kind of just does their thing and just kind of plays complimentary football, this team can win a lot of games. So I'm going to bank on Matthew Stafford having his best season yet statistically. And from the eye test, I think that I think that people are going to watch Detroit Lions games and say, hey, man, Matthew Stafford, he's very good. I think the defense will be a lot better. This team cannot be as bad as they were last year if their team is relatively healthy this year. Now, let's look over the schedule a little bit. I'm officially not picking all these games. I'm not saying who – I'm not officially telling you what games the Lions are going to win. I'm just going to kind of give you a gauge on how I feel about each game and, and who should be favored in each matchup. Chicago at home, I would favor Detroit. I think they're better and more explosive offensively. I don't believe in Trubisky. And I think a healthy Matthew Stabber can win that home game. At Green Bay, I have you splitting with Green Bay this year. Whether you win on the road or at home, that remains to be seen. I don't think you sweep Green Bay this year. Green Bay is still a very good football team that can win the Super Bowl, in my opinion. I still like that defense. I still love Aaron Rodgers. So you'll split with Green Bay. At Arizona, I'd actually favor Kyler Murray and the Cardinals in that matchup. I just think that Kyler Murray is, a, is the next great quarterback. And I think that they'll outscore you guys in that game. So Detroit, not going to win that game probably. I'd favor Arizona. New Orleans, that's a sneaky game that Detroit actually can win. I'm going to put that in the toss-up category just because I don't quite know how good Drew Brees is going to be this upcoming season. I think that New Orleans is honestly one of the more underrated, not underrated, overrated, 
They're one of the more overrated teams in all football. And I just think that, I don't know. I just think that the Saints might have squandered their super opportunity. I think that Matthew Stafford at home can beat this team, okay? Bye week at Jags. You can, you can beat the Jaguars off a of bye week. They're not very good. At Falcons, that probably will be a loss just due to the fact that Atlanta did make some strides to improve their team in the offseason. They have a very high-powered offense. In Indianapolis, at home, that's one of those tricky games where I could see the Colts winning that game just because I think the Colts are a more well-oiled machine than the, the Detroit, than the Detroit Lions. They're more well-coached, and that defense is sneaky good. So I don't know who's going to win that game. I put it up in the toss-up category, but if Matthew Stafford plays his game, this team can win. Now, at Minnesota, that's probably a loss. I think you split with Minnesota this year. Washington football team coming to Detroit. Don't sleep on that game. I think that Washington is actually a very underrated team. I like Dwayne Haskins as a quarterback. I love their defensive line. And they're the type of team that can get after Matthew Stafford, get him off a spot, and maybe create some turnovers and just win off of defense and running the football. But I would, I would probably favor Detroit just because I think that they're better on offense. I think they can move the football enough versus that defense. Okay, at Carolina, I'm not very high on Carolina. I'd probably say that's a win, but Tay Bridgewater and that team, along with Christian McCaffrey, deserve your respect. Texans, that's probably a loss if I were to if I were to guess. I just think Deshaun Watson is going to out-quarterback this team. Deshaun Watson is arguably one of the five best quarterbacks in football. So I put that in the win category. Sorry, I put that in the win category for Houston, not Detroit. Yeah, that's probably a loss for Detroit. At Chicago. I actually could see you sweeping Chicago, but I'm going to say that Chicago finds a way to beat you once this year. Green Bay at home, I already talked about that. You'll split with Green Bay this year. At Tennessee, they went to the AFC Championship game last year. That probably will be a loss, but you can convince me otherwise that Detroit maybe wins that game. Now, Tampa Bay at home, I'm going to say that's probably a loss if I were to project. and fa I would favor Tampa Bay in that game. I think Tom Brady and that team is going to win 10 games. Not 10 games. 12 games. I believe Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are going to win 12 games this year. They might be the most talented team in the in the NFC. And Tom Brady, late in the season, with that Buccaneers squad, should be clicking on all cylinders. And then Vikings at home, you probably can win that game. So I think Detroit is about an 8-9 to nine win football team. I do, I do worry about their coach a little bit. I'm not completely sold on Matt Patricia, but I do think Matt Patricia has the best roster that he's ever had at, at his disposal. And this is a make-or-break year for Matt Patricia. So I think that you're going to get the best coached version of this team from Matt Patricia that, you know, we've seen in the Matt Patricia era. He has the talent. And this is a make-or-break year for Patricia. If Patricia cannot win a bunch of games with this team, if he cannot get to at least seven wins with this Lions team, you need to fire him. Because this Lions team has some real talent. This team is not awful. He needs to get the most out of this team. And I need to see some improvement from this defense. Because Matt Patricia is supposed to be this defensive guru. And last year the defense was not very good. I need to see more from this defense if I'm going to say Matt Patricia is the coach of the future. But either way, I think Detroit will be vying for a playoff spot. I have them winning nine games this year. They're a 9-7 football team in my opinion. And they will be fighting for a playoff spot towards the end of the year. I believe the Detroit Lions are going to go 9-7 and during the 2020-21 NFL season.